Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Hey, Richies. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. But today, we wanted to share one of our recent favorite ones. Yeah, so I think it's safe to say it's been a hot minute since we've seen a blockbuster face-off like Barbie and Oppenheimer or Barbenheimer, for those in the know. Yeah, I still prefer Oppenheimer. But okay. whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and you know that with Halloween just around the corner, Barbie fever is about to kick into high gear all over again. Yeah. And we're definitely going to get a wave of pink trick-or-treaters, which is good because I have a ton of Reese's to get rid of. Well, that's what I have gates for. I put up a sign. It's like, <laughs> no trick-or-treaters. <laughs> You're like the witch. But seriously, I I never get them. I've never gotten trick-or-treaters here. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, And I will say... I. I probably won't be dressing up, but you can see my pink feathery Barbie tube top in this encore. So, Richies, you are so welcome. Brooke, maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's been a minute since we've had a movie come out that everybody, and I mean literally everybody, is talking about. I know. I will say this is the first movie in a long time where I've been like, should I get over my fear of theaters? Go see it. <laughs> like, I really want to see it so bad. I mean, I say get over your fear of theaters. My friend Jacob, who I've told you about, he went at like 9 a.m. because he was like, it's probably the safest time to go. So, well, see something I like have that. to do this show. I can't. Well, you do sound a little sick today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, Richie's, go to your closet, grab something pink, join us in our pink glory. Mm-hmm. Because today we're going to embrace the pop culture juggernaut that is the Barbie movie. It made box office history this weekend, and it looks like Barbie mania has no plans of slowing down. Yeah, but of course, even with all the love and positive hype the movie's getting, haters gonna hate. You know, some Hmm. people out there are coming for Babs, Midge, and Ken. And to that I say, settle down. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. You're not gonna make any changes, okay? (laughs) Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, July 25th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world changed. Cold shower. Ooh. Falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> Oh, the horror. Flat feet. (laughs) So that was a bit of the trailer for the Barbie movie. After months of some of the most relentless and clever promotion we've ever seen, Barbie finally hit theaters on Friday. And it not only lived up to the hype, but as it turned out, pink made a whole lot of green. Mm -hmm. So expectations were very high for this movie to begin with. And a lot of money was pumped into it. It cost $145 million to make. But what's truly wild to me is that its promotional budget was reportedly another $150 million. So they literally just doubled it. Like, that's insane to me. And it shows. Yeah. I I mean, literally everywhere you turn, there's pink. I know. I literally just drove by benches today that were pink. And I'm like, everything's pink. And a lady was walking down the street in a pink shirt that had nothing to do with Barbie. But I was like, pink, pink everywhere. (laughs) Every time I saw somebody in pink, I was like, oh, they're going to the movie. Or they just came from the movie. Yeah. Um, So there was a ton of Barbie merch. There were pink billboards, even a decked out pink Malibu mansion that you could rent on Airbnb, which when I first saw it, I sent it to you guys. I was like, should we go stay here? Yeah. Of course, we didn't do that. Um, I know. And, you know, Barbie didn't disappoint. In fact, it made box office history. In its opening weekend, it raked in $155 million in North America alone, mm. which gives it not only the biggest opening for a movie this year, but also makes it the film with the highest grossing opening weekend ever mm-hmm. for a movie directed by a woman. We'd love yeah. to see that. Which I'll just say... One of the reasons that this is the case is because there aren't enough women-directed movies that are getting <laughs> I know. views, and it pisses me off, but I'm so glad that this has happened. I know, same. So Greta Gerwig, who directed Barbie, broke the record previously held by Anna Bowden, who co-directed 2019's Captain Marvel, which earned roughly $153 million its opening weekend. Mm-hmm. So, you know? So, obviously, this movie is a huge hit so far, but... <laughs> We live in absolute hell, and not everyone has Barbie fever. (laughs) Some people online have come for Barbie, complaining that the movie is hyper-feminist and supports woke propaganda, which to that I'm just like, is being inclusive considered woke propaganda? Then that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I, why are we ever being like, oh, no, this is encouraging people to just let people be who they are? Oh, the nerve. I know. There's got to be something to bitch about always, Mm -hmm. you know? We can't just have a fun movie. Yeah, but fortunately, those critics are in the minority. And in spite of that backlash, Barbie is thriving and Mm -hmm. not just at the box office. Yeah, so it's a big hit with audiences and critics. I feel like everybody who has seen it or posted about it online has said it's amazing. Like, I haven't... Maybe that's just the people I follow. I've I was going to say, my circle. I, yeah, you have a very cold. <laughs> but, you know, I love it. I love it. I love living in ignorant bliss yeah. and I will it's continue fun. to do so. Yeah. yeah. So since its release, Barbie has received rave reviews. So far, it has a 90% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The Observer gave Barbie four out of five stars, calling it riotously entertaining. And a critic at Vox called the movie sly and subversive. 
Um, ABC News also praised Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling's chemistry as Barbie and mm. Ken, called them a match made in movie heaven. So, I mean, Brooke, we are Ryan Gosling stands till the end yes. of time. Yes. Do you, I, you know what? Anytime I see someone come for him, I'm like, absolutely no. You sit that, down, sir. Not or today, ma'am. Satan. Yeah. yeah. No, he, I mean, I'm sure you've seen this everywhere, but he is, he's an absolute peach. He always is, there, though. There's like Oscar talk for him. I know. I, that I'm like, okay. No, I want it to happen. I, I absolutely. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know that. I mean, we'll see what else goes up. I don't know that it would be. I don't see it happening. I could see him getting a nomination, but... Yeah. Um, but winning would be tough, I know. Yeah, but he is so... This movie, that's the <laughs> thing about this movie. It's entertaining. Like, you sit in that yeah. theater, or in your case, your living room, and you're no. entertained. Like, that's... Yeah. And that's what I want from a movie. Um, yeah. I think that's what most people want from a movie. Yeah. Well, some people <laughs> apparently want reality, and it's like, no, we get that in real life. We don't need yeah. reality. Yeah, that's why I still hate that movie, The Breakup, with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn, because they don't end up together, and I don't need that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Movies. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, you're allowed to spoil movies that are over twenty years old. <sighs> Her name's Brooke in that movie. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so the thing is, Barbie is not the only box office hit from the weekend. The other Barbenheimer release was Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Oppenheimer, which raked in eighty-two million dollars domestically. Chump change. No. <laughs> Normally, this would be considered a blockbuster opening weekend for a film, but then you're comparing it to Barbie, same weekend, and it's like, yeah. ugh. Um, but still quite a feat. Yeah. And one thing is for sure, Barbenheimer weekend got people's asses back in movie theater seats, which is yeah. huge for the industry. The only problem is that <laughs> all the actors and the writers are on strike. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things we talked about when we covered the SAG strike a little over a week ago is that one of the terms of the strike is that actors aren't allowed to promote any film or TV projects. So mm -hmm. they can't go on talk shows. They can't do red carpets, festivals, podcasts. Uh, <laughs> and given that the promotion for both Barbie and Oppenheimer has come to a full stop, there is a question as to, you know, whether or not this is going to put a dent in both of their box office grosses moving forward. But I honestly don't see that happening. It's one of those things where it's like how we can't even know. Like there's no way to know because you can't compare it to an alternate reality where they were allowed to keep talking about this movie. Yeah. But I've been saying this for weeks, if not months now, like the PR for this movie I know. has been unmatched. Like I feel like they did everything they could before the writers and the actors were going to go on strike. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting their money's worth. They're like, just to clarify, the marketing department is not going on strike, right? We're good. We're okay. We can paint literally the world pink. Um, but it's funny because like Ross, my husband, for anybody who doesn't know, has the same fear of movie theaters. Like we both at the same time were like, we are afraid of theaters now. And yeah. and I think just yesterday, he's like, I really want to see Oppenheimer. And I was like, well, I really want to see Barbie. I was like, so you go there. Wow. I'll go Barbie. <laughs> and, you know, we'll call it a day. So you guys are like a marketer's dream. They're like, oh my God, we're getting both in one. <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, so yeah. does this mean you guys are gonna go see it? Both of them? I don't know. I was like, maybe my dad will go see Oppenheimer with Ross. My mom can go see Barbie with me. I don't care if I see Oppenheimer. Like yeah. I'll see it at some point, maybe. But Ross is like, yeah. I have to see it in the theater. I've heard that. And I was like, from other men, I'm sure. <laughs> you gotta hear those explosions. Well, I do like how you're like, the men will see that movie, the girls will see the Barbie movie. <laughs> I know, like that's Barbies. what I said. <laughs> I was like, let's be really gendered and stupid, and you guys go see that. 
I do. I mean, I love the nostalgia of the Barbie movie. I know. And it's like, because I had like the original Barbie doll that like my mom had. Oh, And it's okay. crazy because like if you look at the promo pictures of Margot Robbie, she's mm-hmm. like posing like that Barbie, like her hands. Yeah. Like, look at her hands. <laughs> I mean, Margot Robbie just mind. nails it. Like, yeah. Every time, every time I see her in any look, I'm like, yeah, That's Barbie, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, if she can get Brooke out of her apartment and I know. into a movie theater, I know. Margot Robbie is literally a magician. And Ryan Gosling. Well, God. <laughs> the two of them. He can get you to like, oh, I'll do anything. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with what he can get you to do. I know. So, Richie's, this movie has got banger soundtrack I the music Mm -hmm. was just chef's kiss yeah so before we leave you today we thought we'd share a little bit with you here's one of the original songs from the movie Barbie World from Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice I love Mm -hmm. this make of the song and I'm bad like the Barbie I'm a doll but I still want to party pink felt like I'm ready to bend I'm a 10 so I pull in a can like Jazzy Stacy Nicki all of the Barbies is pretty all of the Barbies is bad it girls and we ain't playing tag from Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And be sure to follow us on all socials at Arisha Skidmore Williams and at Brooke Sefren. We love connecting with you. And a reminder that we are now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them, In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.